0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. My name is Pastor Matt, and I'm here with... Pastor Todd. Glad that uh, you're joining us today on the podcast. And, you know, this is a big weekend for both of us, busy weekend for both of us, right, Pastor Todd?
1: It was busy. It was super duper busy We had our Blueprint Kids, which is like a um, kids' conference, kids' workers' conference for New Jersey. And... Um, What's funny is they started out by asking me, hey, can you do worship? Then it was, hey, can you do worship and write questions, like debrief questions? And can you do a <laughs> workshop? Yeah. Uh, but we actually had one one of the national um, kids ministry directors with us from the national okay. office, uh, Mark. Ince... Incemin... Inceminer? Incemincer. Okay, yeah, I don't know. If yeah, know. I keep messing know. up his mind, but... but uh, messing up his name, not his mind. Uh Messing up his name. But, um, but um yeah, he was here. He spoke. Uh, he did a great job. Um And there was, like, five workshops that we all did twice, you know, so that people could be a part of it. First time I had, like, five people. Second time I did it, it was, like, standing room only. Wow. So I don't know if it's because they heard good things or if it was just because... Um, I was the next classroom. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's a
0: it's the woman at the well. I'll, I'll Jesus talked it. to the one lady, and then the whole village. Yeah,
1: I'll take so it. I'll absolutely take it. But uh, what, what was yours, what was yours on? on? Mine was the discipleship process of kids. Uh, the redis the whole theme was rediscovering. Okay. Rediscover. So uh, rediscovering the discipleship process in kids, and so I actually used the the speaker had asked me what I speak about was speaked on, spoke on, it's Monday morning. It's okay, it's Monday <laughs> morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> and so um, I had said, well, listen, I'm not sucking up to you, so th- this is what I chose to do before I even knew we were going to have a national guy here. Um, I said, but I used the national eight goals of children's ministry. Yeah. Um, and so it's basically like we want our kids to be powerful in prayer, we want our kids to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we want them to be selfless givers, we want them to be live like jesus who want them to be um biblically fluent and there's there's eight of them i don't remember all eight of them right now off the top of my head but but yeah so i talked about those things about using those to like plan out your lessons and, and think about you know like what things are you doing well what things do you have to grow in type yeah, thing. yeah. And i was actually kind of surprised how many of them had never even heard that that resource was there.
0: Okay. So, so that's a big deal right it, there. It,
1: it, it is a big deal. So a lot of them were like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not mine, but it is great. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah. But right, I feel like that is what you're doing in the workshop. You're resourcing them. Right. You know, so, Hey, this is where you can, right, I'm like, available. I'm just going to
1: tell you right now, they're smarter people than me. So I'm just going to use their stuff with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it was good. It was like 62, 63, uh, kids, workers
0: from all over the state who were there. Um, Nice. And so that's a great
1: group. So it was good. It was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Well, I went to the Buddhism seminar, which was good. Actually, we'll talk about it for a little bit. So I'll come back to it. And then we had a young adults worship night, Saturday night. And that was great. I set up on Friday, actually. I came in. So that was way better. That would have been a crazy, crazy day for me. But it was good because, yeah, we like changed kind of the atmosphere a little bit. Um, with like the lighting and the environment. And I, I got a letter board, which I explained to pastor Jeff that is very trendy right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is for the young adults worship. But it was, uh, it was good. It was a, it was a great night. And like, um, I, I'm at the point, I just like love playing worship with the young adults. Like, uh, I actually wasn't supposed to play drums this time, but I did anyway. But like, I just love doing that. And I love the atmosphere. And, um, You know, we we usually pray a little bit together and stuff. So it just uh, like it just feels like a great night, you know. And I told we I told some of the youth leaders, for example, I'm like, well, look, when you're a youth leader, you're pouring out. So I hope that, you know, what we do in young adults, you feel poured into. That's the idea. And I feel like that was the kind of night it was, you know, which was really nice. Oh, good.
1: Now, after sitting in the Buddhism seminar, have you decided to be Buddhist?
0: (laughs) <laughs> I, I've been thinking and thinking about it. They actually did say what was kind of interesting uh, was that, like, so there's a couple things, but, like, b- with Buddhists, it's more about orthopraxy than orthodoxy, a.k.a. right practice over right beliefs. It's more important okay. what you okay. do. So they were almost saying, the missionaries who were presenting, like, to some Buddhists, they could look at your life and say you're a functioning buddhist like that's because it it matters less what you believe and it's more what you're doing okay and even if you believe quote the wrong things like so if you believe in jesus or something and they would think that's potentially wrong it doesn't matter because we're on a journey and if that belief system got you further along on the journey Mm -hmm. Eventually, you'll discard those beliefs because you're just moving forward and that's fine. And that's why beliefs matter less. Okay. Um, So I feel like the big thing was like, and you're talking about people who like in that area of the world who like rough Buddhist, their worldview is completely different than ours. So like their set of assumptions about the world is different. So like the assumption is like all of existence is simply an illusion and life is suffering not life contains suffering life is suffering and so what nirvana is when you basically reach the point of escaping that you you realize um you know that everything is nothing and and you cease to exist and which you is reach enlightenment, nirvana. that's right? enlightenment yeah, yeah but but the idea is that you lose yourself so it was really interesting how he tied it biblically like these are the two examples that i thought were great the first one is uh well one the problem with that is how he said like in revelation chapter three how the church i believe it was laodicea was lukewarm i forget Mm -hmm. which church it was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he said so he's like that's actually the goal of a buddhist in that sense like um to, to to not care about anything to be detached from everything okay that's and so he's like, wow, look how Christ is calling out the church. Uh, please don't be lukewarm. I need you to be hot or cold. He's like, that's actually more the angle of a Buddhist. And the other thing he did that was really cool just to show the worldview differences was John 316. He's like, all right, let's say you want to share your faith. Um, hey, you know, it's great. You know, God loves you. They'd say, well, that's not good because love love is a greed of the mind. Love, that's it, it, a selfish thing, and that leads to suffering and all this stuff. So, like, love is not a a good thing. Now, of course, they love each other. You love your families, but I'm saying as far as a worldview is concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God loves you. Well, that's not good. Oh, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Jesus died on the cross. He was crucified. He must have had bad karma in his previous life. That's right. why he died.
1: Right, why he suffered, died right. such a horrendous death. Yeah, yeah,
0: died a horrendous death. Oh, God wants to give you eternal life. Eternal life. I- I'm stuck in the cycle of rebirth. I'm trying to escape. Why would I want eternal life? I'm trying to cease to exist. So I was like, you know, hearing him say that, you're like, wow. Like, just talk about, again, the assumptions and the worldview is different. So he's like, you have to contextualize. You have to... um present it very differently so um he said like kind of the book of genesis is better in that sense because it's answering the suffering problem Hmm. hey look this the world was never supposed to be about suffering god made it right you know the christianity says it's because of sin and look what god's doing to redeem it that that's how you can bring a buddhist along uh more so i thought it was really interesting but then he talked about american folk buddhism And how that's basically different. So when you, if you're not talking about like immigrants or something, if you're talking about just Americans, Mm -hmm. like us, who are Buddhists. Like like the trendy aspect of Buddhism. Of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. That's different now. And that, because you're talking about an American with our value system who embraced Buddhism. And they said basically, like nine out of ten times, they're always leaving something else and it's mostly Christianity. Like, you're walking away, you think, you're like, I-, I guess I know everything about Christianity, I don't like it, and I really like this meditation stuff in Buddhism. I really like this, I really like that. And they said it actually doesn't fit any main sect of Buddhism, which is why it's its own sect, Okay. American folk Buddhism. And um, uh, yeah, they they were really like not into yoga. They were like, that's not good. I know some people are like not into it. And I, I kind of shrugged my shoulders. Like, I don't like who cares, but right. they felt very much like, no, like it's, there are all these spiritual principles in it. And and so they didn't unpack it, but I do remember right. they kind of made a point of like, we don't like, we, we feel like that's, you know, very Buddhist and spiritual and not Christian. And so I was like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. But, uh, and they said, Part of the attraction of Buddhism is basically, again, that emphasis on doing because Mm -hmm. they're like the even when they're talking about the things that they value human life and social justice and these things. It's like I'm sitting here like, well, we we think those are important, too. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly it. The I think the perception would be that Christians preach this, but they don't really do it. And the the perception would be if you're a Buddhist, you actually do these yeah. things. Yeah. You you, yeah. so that's like the attraction of it. Um, and the one the one really good example was he gave he did a class at Valley Forge, and he said um, because uh, he was showing like there's Buddhists you can see in history of like lit themselves on fire or something as like a social protest. So it's like yeah. which is insane, but yeah. it's an example of hey look how they're doing it what do we do as Christians? We just preach. So he assigned the students, we assigned the students uh, a task. Hey, so what would you do to change or whatever? I don't remember mm-hmm. what the specific assignment was, but so what would you do? And he said, all the students came back. Well, I would do a sermon series. Well, I would do a small group. Well, I would do this. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, that's kind
1: of the point though. that like, he's yeah. like, that's what I'm getting at. Talk <laughs> about it, but you're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was really interesting. You know, it yeah. was, is really, Yeah.
1: So I'm I'll throw it out there and we can talk about it at the end but when you talked about how they were like the idea of Buddhism would be like love isn't good. Uh-huh. Um sounds like the Jedi Council. But we can talk about that later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do think that there's some parallels at least on the surface yeah, from yeah. like Jedi and yeah Buddhism. Yeah, yeah. So, and, an, so yeah. Anakin wasn't wrong. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, that's what I like about the the old stuff. Wait, did I say this? I don't remember if we were talking about this or someone else before Disney. All the stuff after Episode Six with Luke. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked. His Jedi Council embraced love and like he was married and yeah. things like that because he felt like that was part of the disconnect from the previous yeah. generation of Jedi. And I was like, I love that. So I I feel like they don't really have that now. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so it was cool. Um uh you can get the notes and stuff online, but so then it was great having them in service on Sunday and um he preached uh this is Missionary Troy and Lisa Tabor to Cambodia. I didn't actually say that at any point. Anyway, so he preached on Jonah, which I thought the sermon was really great, and he really took you through the whole book, like Jonah's whole life. Okay. And you know, Jonah, how he's like... the All the characters are opposite of what they're supposed to do. Mm. He's the man of God. He's chosen. He got f- from the chosen people, but he doesn't care about anybody. <laughs> you know, like things like that. And all the sailors are supposed to be immoral, but what do they do? They repent and they come to God. Mm-hmm. And so he was highlighting those things. Mm. And he okay. talked about like, this was really a great point. He's in the fish for three days, right? And he's like imagine this like it's not like pinocchio where he's in the cavern and there's like a ship and giuseppe's like fishing yeah which by the way super creeps me out anyway but (laughs) i hate i actually hate that movie it's like so creepy (laughs) on a lot of reasons and by Uh, the
1: way that's one of the disney movies that has some some swearing in it oh does it really yeah it has a a little bit what we would consider i think at the time it wasn't considered oh probably yeah like what they say about like they call the kids donkeys. Cause yeah, they yeah, used yeah. The word donkey. So at the time, but now when I watch it, I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is kind of not. Dude, that's basically
0: <laughs> like the most disturbing thing that I can think of is that what you just said. Like, I, I hate that movie. <laughs> anyway, sorry, <laughs> just uh, telling you. Okay, but anyway, but he's they're in the whale though, and right, it's like oh, you can see all this stuff. He's like, no, come on. Like he would be in there, it'd be pitch black. You'd have stomach at your skin would be burning yeah i've
1: i've kind of thought about that too like the idea of unless i mean even in a whale i would still think it wouldn't you're like in the digestion track so yeah. you got to be like it's tight it stinks yeah yeah i didn't think about the burning and it being uncomfortable and irritating your skin and all that but definitely the idea that like like this when it talks about how he prayed it's not like he set up like a little like right altar and prayed in there like <laughs> yeah. it was kind of like distress <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and
0: he so he said he's in there for three days then he prays and you're like wait he's like if it was me uh, the, the the whale or fish coming up to me i would have been like god like you know like yeah. right there yeah, yeah. but he's like Waited the three days, so he's like, his stubbornness and stuff like that, and I was like, wow, like, we do the same thing, don't we, though? like, Oh, absolutely. I think we wait
1: until we've tried to figure it out for ourselves a lot of times. Yeah. And then when we realize, oh, I don't know what to do now, then we're like, oh, maybe I should pray about it. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I'll... I'll (sighs) We as people tend to really want to handle our problems ourselves you know either because we feel like we don't want to burden other people or because we feel like i have to be strong and figure this out or yeah. or for whatever reason but yeah three days actually isn't that long when you think about sometimes how long we go before we acknowledge we need help yeah oh uh, well no we definitely go longer
0: but uh, like it was like a good picture of yeah. like three days yeah in those conditions before he decided, all right, I guess I'll pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah. uh, Ugh, but I yeah, agree. yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't
1: like sometimes when I think when we read scripture, especially when we're reading old Testament and it's more story format, you reread through those things and we're like, Oh, how come that person didn't get it? Oh, that, that's like such a cute story, like Noah's Ark or whatever. And, and we think about those things, but if you really take time and think about like, what would it be like to have experienced that? I think I would have been having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> you Dude. know what I mean? Oh like, my gosh, yeah. Like, and I know that doesn't sound very spiritual, but I'm just telling you, if I was stuck inside of a fish's gut <laughs> for three days, I, I I think I would seriously be thinking. First of all, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Well, like, I yeah. don't think we think a lot about Noah's think or Jonah thinking that. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm gonna die. Like, why aren't I dead yet? Yeah, that's what you I'd know, be saying. How like am I not of, dead? Yeah, yeah, this is, just, this is gross. It's disgusting. Like, what am I going to do? Uh, it just, I don't know. It feels very overwhelming to
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Overwhelming and yeah. humiliating. And, yeah, I, you know it is? Because when you know the story, oh, so the, the fish came and had him for three days. Mm-hmm. And then the fish spit him out. Like, you, you know the story, so you right. just don't think of that. But you're like, wait a minute
1: yeah and oftentimes when we think about that story we think about when we learned it in sunday school children's church and you know it's a little bit more cartoony yes yeah you know and that's that's not wrong because at that age you don't understand the graphicness of being swallowed by a a fish and hanging out (laughs) in the stomach acid or whatever (laughs) you know but that's how a lot of times even (laughs) as adults sometimes we think about that story it still has a little bit of a cartoony effect yes you know
0: but uh that's what I love about, um, the Bible project videos. One of my favorites Two, two of my favorites are Jonah and Esther because, um, like, yeah, you know, the story, it may be a little more cartoony or cutesy and they really show you, um, again, more of like the makeup of it. So they say like the book of Jonah is, is a satire because, um, like the makeup his attitude as compared to the other characters and their attitude, and the symmetry of the book, and so that's like, um, I guess maybe if you're talking about there's like you can learn about it when you're younger. So when you're older, that's the perspective you can now bring as you're reading it. Right. Is you're supposed to notice these comparisons in there, and I, I'm yeah. saying for me that's cool. I, that's like, yeah. wow, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: And you don't always notice them, you know.
0: Yeah. Like I said, you read through it and you don't think
1: about you don't think about the attitude of the sailors too much because they're just side characters. Yeah. You know, but, but taking the time to think about it or having somebody preach about it and being like, no, you're right. Usually we, we talk about like cursing like a sailor. So sailors aren't necessarily the most upstanding, right. You know, or how sailors have women in every port or whatever. It's like the idea is that we don't think of them being upstanding. So to think about, they're the ones who responded to God before this prophet did. Yeah should be kind of shocking a little bit
0: yeah and and you know wait like so uh, here's maybe a modern thing too the nineveh um if you if, if you heard a sermon you know oh nineveh was evil but you also know they all repent and the king and mm-hmm. you get it you're like oh yeah so what would be a modern equivalent well everything that just happened with the taliban if yeah. you were like if god was like hey i need you to go i need you to preach that i'm gonna destroy yeah. them yeah you'd be like no I don't want to, and I hope you destroy them anyway. Or right. know, that could be your attitude. Yeah, yeah. And um, and right, they're evil. What they're doing, and so that's how he felt. That that's what that's and, the feelings that should be coming up yeah. as you hear Nineveh.
1: In fact, even talking about the Taliban thing, we might even be like, "No, God wants to destroy them because they're wicked pa- pagan people." So yes. So I must be mishearing God. Yeah, that you was know? his. Or, that or was his what, exact attitude. That's that's just desserts. You know, that's God's yes. punishment. That's God's judgment. Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: right. So it's not to stamp an approval on what they're doing, but it's. Right. Uh, r- I, so, right. Like, it was just another example of how you said sailors, like, these are the things that should be coming yeah, to our that's, head. And
1: that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, we justify this. Uh, not justify. Shoot, it is Monday morning. I can't think straight. Recognize? <laughs> like, I, I think just as we go through, sometimes we don't always make those same comparisons. We don't yeah. always look at scripture and think about. Well, what does this mean if I if I like sometimes we can be like, well, I wouldn't be like Jonah. I would go and I would preach, you know, because I love God. This guy just didn't get it. Didn't get it. Right. Right. But then when we think about modern day situations and how we respond and how maybe it's not the same situation, but it's comparable. It should humble us a little bit, I think, with that and look at scripture with fresh eyes and try to understand what's going on and put ourselves in those situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're supposed to do with scripture. And I just thought of this too, just as like a side thing. Like, yeah, we, we could say that, well, I, I would have just preached, but it's like, well, do you invite anyone to church now? Cause that's a lot, <laughs> right. that's right. much more simple. And you, you can come up with excuses. Well, I don't want to be awkward. Well, I, I don't have, I'm I'm just saying if God called me and, and I was on the platform, I, I would just do it. It's like, well, Jonah was vomited up by a whale, probably half dead. God didn't give him a stage. He just walked into the city and started saying, all right, God's going to kill you. <laughs> like,
1: and then even after he did that, he was mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh,
0: my preaching
1: was good enough that it saved people. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No. Yeah. I knew you were going to be nice to him, God. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. know, it's, it's, uh. I th- I just think sometimes like the stories become so familiar to us, yeah, that we don't always see ourselves in them or see our current circumstances. Uh, and 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 view how we can. Oh boy. Like be, they become so familiar, we don't look at those details and find the comp the 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 comparable today and understand. Yeah that yes, he, he got spit up by a whale and all those things and he went to go preach, and God called him, but it wasn't easy.
0: Yeah. You know, it's
1: difficult. And I do the same thing when confronted with an opportunity. Exactly. You know, to obey God that I can avoid or I can, you know, back out or have reasons why I don't want to do it. Or that person's not a great person. That person smells, that person hurt me. And you know,
0: Yeah. And so that's kind of what I wanted to end with is like, you know, what if um, you find yourself in Jonah's position or relating to Jonah as we're talking about it? And I think the speaker did do a great job of that, Mm. making those comparisons. And he said that at the end, are you going to be like Jonah? Or he gave an example of somebody he knows in Cambodia. Actually, it was the he was for a period of time, the general superintendent of AG in Cambodia. Okay, but he has a really his story was really cool. But he said yes to God, and he was opposite of Jonah. That's how the speaker was talking about it. So he's like, you know, do you want to be like him, or do you want to be like Jonah? That's your choice. So, you know, if you find yourself in his position, maybe you're looking at yourself, you heard the sermon, or you're thinking about it now, like, what what do you do if you find yourself in that position of, like, I didn't really want to, or, like, I, I think I know what God wants me to do, and it's not it's not easy you know yeah.
1: well i think the first thing is is god isn't I, I very rarely do i think god takes us from zero to 101 jump yeah so i think um i think to start now with like following god in the little things yeah makes it easier for when he calls us to the harder things that we do it so sometimes you know, I hear people talking about, oh, you know, I wish I could be a pastor and speak in front of people, or I wish I could do this or wish that, and they're they're usually bigger things. Um but I think if you are obedient in those little things along the way, then when the time comes for the hard th- things to come, like then you could be like, Well, God help me out in these situations. Yeah, you know, so I think that's part of it. I think the other thing is realize that Really, nobody wants to face hard stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody wants to to go and, and be the one to preach doom and gloom to people. Um, so I think it's a natural, I guess what I'm saying is I think it's natural for us to sometimes be hesitant to do those things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we failed. That doesn't mean that we're complete lack of faith or whatever. Recognize that and then just take the little steps forward you know
0: yeah i think it was the the good work series yeah i'm pretty sure it was one of the points in the sermon i did that it was success is doing the next right thing today so just do the next right thing yeah yeah like you said be faithful in the little things now instead of yeah taking the you think you got to take this jump just do the next right thing today and i think with jonah even though
1: he i mean even though he outright failed at the beginning with running away and all that god wasn't done with him Mm -hmm. you know god was like okay i've called you to do these things i'm gonna work in you and bring you to the point where you can do those things and so with ourselves sometimes we feel like man i really miss that because maybe that happens in less dramatic ways when we feel like an urge to talk to somebody and say something to somebody and we don't do it or to go pray for somebody and we don't do it and then later we're like. Oh, well, I guess I missed an opportunity there. I guess I missed what God was doing. But and I'm not saying just like it's okay to blow those things off. It's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that when we do miss his opportunities, that doesn't necessarily mean that God is done wanting to use us and that doesn't mean that he won't bring us around to another opportunity to do those things. Right. Um if you recognize it, admit it, confess it and say, "God, help me to help me to move forward." And 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 To step out in faith the next time that opportunity comes up
0: yeah yeah I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said something similar like man I just kind of wish I had done these things if if I did um, you know where would I be now Uh, you know and I said look okay right it would have been good or whatever that could have helped but you don't have to beat yourself up that bad more just say well in a year I don't want to be saying the same thing what do you have to do now that next year, you're not going to say, "Oh, if only I had a year ago, where would I be now?" That's what you're saying now, and, yeah. and you're right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter if you missed it. it. It stinks when you missed it." But do the next right thing now. So, what are you going to do now? Um, right? God's not done, and God wasn't done with Jonah. And
1: what's interesting is you. <sighs> I'm trying to explain myself when I say this because I don't know if it's going to make sense, but I can't serve God in the future. I can only serve God in the here and now. Do do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You've like said hopefully in That's the future really I will be serving God, but but if I'm always thinking about what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, but but we can only serve God in the here and now and the things that we're facing step by step. We can't if you're always looking out to the future yeah. or looking to the past, you know, what I could have done, what I should have done, you're not gonna get anywhere. So if you do what's right before you now and you and you make the choice now to be obedient in what's before you, that's when God's pleased that you're obeying him now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And a strings of a string of nows will end up being the future. If that's, you know, yeah. you, you, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But 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 it has to start happening now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go for the streak. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. if you read on your. uh Bible app, you get a streak for how many days in yeah, a row? Yeah. Try to get a streak going. Right? If you're
1: doing Snapchat, you know some. Pe- that's the huge thing with Snapchat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Needed, the streaks. Well, it yeah. used to be, anyway. Yeah. I know Snapchat's a little <laughs> outdated now, but it used to be having that streak. So it didn't even matter what you Snapchatted, as long as just you, keep that streak as long going. As You did it to yeah. keep the streak going. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I feel like, well, whether it's the big thing or the little thing, you know, trying yeah. to put it in this context, it doesn't matter as long as you're obeying in the now.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good thing is my streak's been going for years and years, you know, so <laughs> haven't sinned, forgot all about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some people are like that. Oh, I haven't. Well, you know, it's great. I haven't had that. I don't I don't have any regret with the Lord pastor. Oh, oh great. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. good for you. Maybe you should be the pastor. <laughs> I shouldn't Cause, be because I you know, just constantly am like, like, ooh, I should have done that, shouldn't have done that, I should have yeah. said this, shouldn't have said that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so.
0: so, oh, oh well. All right, cool. Well, uh, so I didn't watch it, but you did watch all of Star Wars Visions? I watched Star Wars Visions.
1: So uh, bringing it back to the Jedi thing again. Yes. In this. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I did watch them. And I watched them on a Thursday afternoon as I was doing the other stuff. I have to say the first one was my, was my favorite. Okay. Okay. So the other ones... The other ones are okay. they They're not bad. There's uh there might be more than that. Oh. Okay. There might be seven or eight. Maybe nine. I don't I don't remember. But um they're each in a slightly different style. They're they're all anime I guess we would call it anime. They're all anime. Each one has a different style. Each one has a different they're all they're all standalone stories. 15, 20 minutes each. Um some of them are a little more like Cutesy. Like one reminds me of like, was it robot boy? Okay. It was like a cartoon that was on for a little while. I think I he, yeah. uh, it looked like a boy with, with no shirt on. Yeah. But he was like a robot or whatever. One of them kind of has that feelish a little bit to him. Okay. Some of them like, like are just very stylized. Yeah. And, but the very first one felt to me like a samurai Western
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: And just the style of animation was a little bit more... wasn't quite as much... I don't know what the right word is. It's not quite as much color to it, saturation. I don't know what the right word is, but it just felt a little more, more grittier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really liked that one. Okay. I, I think that, for me, personally, that was one of the best ones. The other ones were okay, and I enjoyed and watched them. Maybe that's why whatever. they had it
0: first, too, so it was like... They hook you. You hook you, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, um... And in that first one, the the one character has the wildest lightsaber. Okay. So I'm just gonna say that I'm not gonna yeah, say what it was, what so you can is. watch it. All right. Um, and you're like, what? <laughs> and and other actually other episodes are based around like, oh, the art of making lightsabers has been lost because now you're so far in the future from. From like oh, okay. seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Um. And so there's, it, it, it feels very samurai-ish, where like you have the swordsmith. Yeah. He's yeah. the sabersmith, and he's okay. creating these lightsabers and trying to deliver them. And there's some twisty turns in them, but overall, decent. Okay. First one, great. And it's a good time filler until the next live action comes out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which uh is supposed to be this year Book of Boba Fett. That's has been s- no new s- news on, on it. But they said, it? yeah, December 2021. So, hopefully soon they'll say something about it.
1: Yeah, I hope, I hope so. I hope so. I, I I mean, I love the Marvel stuff that's going out now, but but like I let's have some variety now. So, I'm I'm yeah. ready for some Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to take a break every once in a while, otherwise you get burnt out on
0: it. Yeah, yeah, because we we've been watching through pretty much every Marvel movie, like not in a particular order, but like when uh, Loki came out, we watched all the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. For Falcon and Winter Soldier, we watched all the Captain America movies.
1: Right, just getting context. Yeah, context.
0: So we watched Iron Man one and two, so we have to watch Iron Man three next. But I actually am one of the people who love that movie, <laughs> so I've actually Iron watched Man it. A, yeah, I've watched it a bunch of times so but yeah i don't, I don't want to like get burned out like or, or even thor she was like all right we're gonna watch th- uh thor 3 i'm like no we're gonna give it like a week like because i don't want to i yeah, don't want to do like, too much here
1: right like, oh we're watching, watching another there. one and start losing interest or yeah. losing attention or whatever yeah, yeah I, I, listen uh iron man 3 was all about fan service yeah yeah uh house party what, what, what's he say the house party protocol the house the party end. protocol yeah I know it's I know it's really like cheesy and all that, but seeing all the different armors was like, yeah, like, it was we cool. We all wanted it. We all wanted it. You know, we wanted it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it
0: was cool. And like, yeah, obviously the twist is disappointing uh, for most people. Like, like I I don't have the comic um, background in Marvel to to have been as disappointed as like the hardcore fan would be. But yeah. Um, but the rest of the movie is still great, even if you didn't like that. Like, the rest of the movie, yeah. I think, is still fun. And, like, th- the cast, like, Iron Man is just the best. And then, plus, Pepper Potts and Rhodey and everybody happy. They're just great. They're just so much fun. So, yeah. yeah I Anyway, I like that one. Uh, so, yeah. But, all right. All right. It's been fun. So, were you going to say, were you going to add something? No, 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 no. Oh. It's just. We always find ourselves talking about this stuff. Yeah, I know. End. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, if you've still been here, hey, it's been fun. Glad that you've been with us. This has been Pastor Matt. And Pastor Todd. And we'll see you next time. See you later.